Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mainstream media outlets do not cater for the needs of you as a Muslim. There are topics which they will completely ignore. For example, the hijab ban that is happening in India, the Islamophobia that Muslim women all over in the West are facing. They don't even report Palestine or Syria in a balanced manner. So through my podcast and my YouTube channel, I discuss the topics specifically related to Muslim women, that particular mainstream popular culture will not discuss. Topics like critiquing feminism, topics such as number of hijab bans, niqab bans that are happening in India, in France, in Canada. These are challenges that Muslim women are facing. And I'm going to keep continuing to shine a light on these topics. So inshallah, I would love your help and support in continuing to create this content for Muslim women, which is challenging the very negative Islamophobic narrative that we are being given. I think as a Muslim creator, we should be producing content that is Islamic, that is well-researched and provides hope to Muslim women and men that as Muslims, when we see an evil, we can change it with our hand, we can speak about it, or we can hate it in our heart. And I think some of us are able to create videos and podcasts, and others who are not able to do that, like yourself, you can support that work as well and gain in the reward, inshallah, by contributing and supporting to my Patreon page. The link is in the description below. Inshallah, may Allah reward you, and please do the well for all the Muslims around the world, that we can continue to challenge this Islamophobic narrative. But always remember that Allah is with the righteous. I'm talking about role models today. Where do we get our role models? What makes a good role model? Um, who should decide who our role models are. I think these are all really 
interesting and important questions because I think a lot of the time we take on role models and we haven't even thought about it Uh, and I think it's important that we do think about it especially as mothers you know it's also are we role models are we good role models to our children and most importantly the thing that the overarching idea I think is have we even bothered to look or find out what is a role model in Islam yeah that's something it's quite easy to to not have bothered to take the time or actually just not a thought about not purposely but they just seem to come into our lives and I think depending on the age you are depending on where you are in life um, we take different role models but I really want us and you and me to just question who are the role models in our lives and why have we adopted them you know why are we following them why are we um, looking up to them inshallah I'd like to share a hadith it's relating to a, um, a question that was asked by a Bedouin so this is narrated by Anas bin Malik he reported a Bedouin came to the messenger of Allah sallallahu and said to him when will the hour i.e. the day of resurrection be he sallallahu said what preparation have you made for it the Bedouin replied, only the love of Allah and his messenger, peace be upon him. Then the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, you will be with those whom you love. And that's narrated in Bukhari and Muslim. So that this is a hadith that I recently studied in an Islamic studies course that I've um, been attending for. Um, it's been about, actually it's been six weeks now, alhamdulillah. And... Um, one just on uh, a side point, attending that course has, when I say it's changed my life, I'm not joking. I'm not saying that lightly. It has been such, it's, I look forward to that less, those three hours so much. It's a women only class. It's taught by a sister, knowledgeable sister. And I cannot recommend enough. I cannot urge you enough uh, to join some kind of Islamic studies course. You know, of course, a, a good one, like reputable one. But um, I used to do something online, but um, and that was good. However, being in a, the company of like-minded Muslim women who want to improve themselves as Muslims and talking and are being able to ask questions and really understand and write things down, it's um, so important. I think, I, you know, when I was working, I made working and earning money and teaching something that was not an obligation I made that a priority and I neglected the priority and the obligation of gaining knowledge about my deen and that had a it has a knock-on effect on your actions it had a knock-on effect on my ibadah whereas when you're now attending something an Islamic studies course and you know it has a knock-on effect on where you um, take your life the goals you have the objectives you want to achieve and you know ultimately reminds you of our ultimate goal which is to, to achieve Jannah so this is a hadith and it was um it, uh, th- how does that this hadith that a person will be with whom he loves how does that connect to the topic of role models now um you know it, in the, it this hadith is saying that one of the f- 
factors and one of the uh, you know factors for our success on the day of judgment is how much we prepared for it and what did we um you know what did we do in this life you know who did we follow who were our friends who did we uh, take advice from these are all the people we love um you know so it's not just your family so you know who you love to be in the company of who you love to listen to so <clears throat> not only is it telling us that we should love the, the um, allah and we should love the prophet وسلم, and we should love to obey them and follow their example you know it then is you know it's the the people that surround us and um that is something pretty deep that we need to think about and i do want us to reflect on who are the people we love yeah uh, if if it means you need to sit down sit down write a list of who are the people i really love so for example like which what um do i love to listen to particular artists do i love to listen to particular islamic talks for example do i love to listen to gossip people who gossip do I like a bit of you know um you know um excitement and you know and a little as far as you know again gossiping and and so hearing something interesting it's there are so many things you when you sit down and think about it it really makes I had to do this and I thought hold on who there are some things that I love and some people that I love to watch for example you know that's another thing to think about that actually they're not good for me. they're not good muslims then some you know they're not good examples they're not people who i should um be looking up to and then ultimately taking as a role model and copying them um you know in our um in in our times now there are um there are muslims in the book okay there are muslims in our personal life who you know our family is one thing you can't choose your family but you um so they're our family and we should love them and we should help them and we should give them advice yeah but <coughs> to be honest there's some people in our families who they may not have they may not be the best company for us and i'm not saying that we cut ourselves off from them but we instead of taking on any negative un-islamic traits they have we should actually be trying we should advise them and we should you know whether it's people who are older than us i know that's really hard especially when your family are older than you um it's it's literally mission impossible but i think we have to think if we really love them we would want to help them as well or you then have to kind of limit the influence they have on you or you just um i know this is a tricky one but our families do um have a big, play a big part in our lives but as the hadith says a person will be with whom he loves you know that that is a very profound you know, on the day of the resurrection we will be raised with the people we love and um so that's something so this okay there's our family there's then i want us to think about um again i now let's take it into the public sphere that we are given especially um now as muslim women there are certain personalities that we are told they are a good role model for you so that may be in the realm of politics so for example in the uk and us there are muslim mp's there are muslim congress men and women and they are held up you know uh, as they are they have achieved so much 
we should want to be like them we should vote for them we should support them and i i don't believe that i there's this uh, there seems to be this idea that just because someone's muslim just because they're let's say a person of color just because they're a, a woman just because they're in the scarf somehow we should give them our uncritical un you know unquestionable loyalty just because just because they are one of those things and, and on top of it they're muslim now I, I don't think where in islam does it say we have to do that don't if a person um is calling for islam if they live by islam if they are working to establish Allah's laws on this earth, that is someone, as far as politics, that is someone who then I would say, yeah, I'll give them my, um, I'll support them. But someone who is, uh, they're, a, they're a politician and they just happen to be Muslim, I'm not automatically going to give them my support. Because I've seen in the UK, those same Muslim MPs that said to, um, you know, we've got the election coming up soon, those same Muslim MPs who, in the past, I'm thinking back previous, whether Labour or Conservative, the ones who said to, who enter Muslim communities and were given a platform on mosques and um, they made promises to the Muslims. So whether it's, okay, it was bribery really, well, we will help in, in Muslim issues. When it came to voting, for example, um, you know, the Iraq war, um, the war in Afghanistan, they didn't, they voted either for the war or they abstained. That that's what they ended up doing. They didn't vote against. You had non-Muslim MPs voting against the war. You know, um, this was t when Tony Blair was in charge. So it's. I think we have to be when we are intelligent. Allah gave us a an akal, a brain for a reason. We have to look beyond just because someone looks like us, or sounds like us, or has a scarf on their head. We will. Yeah, they they are our role model. I I don't think it's it's too. It's gone beyond that now. We're not that naive, are we? Come on. Um, so that's one thing as far as role models, questioning our public role models. You know, then, of course, we've got uh, amongst our youth, we see there are, okay, so some people, there's, okay, so there are nasheed artists. Yeah, there are, are they good role models? There's now Muslim comedians, some who have got onto, you know, mainstream TV, they've got their own shows. They've got shows on Netflix. They've got shows on BBC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Again, I personally... I don't like some of the stuff they say. It resonates. They point out um, hypocrisies of um, the way Muslims are treated. 
they tend to point out the discrimination we face and i understand i i understand why uh, i can totally feel the problem they're illustrating but would i want my child to become a muslim comedian is that an occupation do i want them doing stand up and swearing you know i've seen, you know you just watch them on you as a career as a even as um is, is that as a muslim parent should i encourage my child to become a muslim comedian no i don't think so because you it's the whole lifestyle ends up contradicting they're not contradicting the lifestyle you there's there's so much haram involved again let's be really black and white about this that okay they do illustrate problems yes agreed but i i'm i'm not going to encourage my child to become a muslim comedian and do do that so again i'm i guess i'm just going to go through all the muslim role models i see and i'm going to question them <laughs> that's what i'm doing here and i'd i'd love you to do the same and and inshallah if you disagree or if you you know if you want to add to this uh, please send me an email on info at farhatamin.com i love hearing from you guys um okay so we've got that now right for our girls and even for us come on on who do we see who are the most popular muslim female what does what do they even look like what are they pushing now what's happened i'm not going to blame youtubers for all the evils in the world that's that's just dumb um what i'm going to say is there are um people who sell um modest clothing yeah there are people who it's their job that we should separate this it's their job and they've decided that as in their business to sell scarves to sell jabars and then just clothing let's not call this aside is modest clothing it's just clothing yeah long skirts t-shirts things like they're selling it and again they just happen to be muslim that's why i view them now that but what people have done is they've given them too much um a weight you know and they've started to go to them when it comes to islamic things or they've you know so now what you need to realize is when someone when you have a business i have a business so i to i actually understand the marketing i understand uh you know the need to you know when you have products you know uh, and this is what they have their product is hijabs yeah their product is makeup you have to constantly how are you going to keep people interested in your product you have to constantly keep um updating and and show, and doing something that will that will make you stand out from the others so you know it starts off as just doing some hijab tutorials or makeup tutorials but then how are you going to keep people interested okay so you get your husband onto the your chat you start you know you have to then start getting more um like provocative or you have to be do something to like um say something outrageous uh to keep people coming back to watch you and keep them interested in your product that's that's the way non that's what non muslims do and then that's why i see a muslim business women and muslim um hijab you know whether it's makeup or hijab tutorials that is what they basically it's a classic marketing non muslim way of marketing products where your what happens is profit becomes more important than your religion that that it because you're you'll do any you will now then do anything like you'll give more and more private information about yourself because that's how you keep people interested and so you begin to ignore you you then ignore okay what does islam say about sharing 
you know, private information about husband and wife. What does Islam say about uncovering parts of your body? You know, what can you see? And then after now, it's become now, you know, sex as we know cells. That's something that is then used to sell um, product, basically to sell to me and you and to our young girls, especially and and boys. So there, when you understand that you can then see okay they're not role models they're just selling their stuff and that's it they're just they it's a business and that's what it is no way should we go to them for any kind of islamic knowledge no way should we mirror ourselves as far as um the way our marriages should be or what we should expect from our husband or how our house should look or you know any view anything they've got to say about islam they're not scholars they're not in, um, knowledgeable women they're just selling stuff to us just like h&m and or any other or i forget you know any other youtuber was trying to sell you something through their channel that's what they're doing so when you so again let's just think about it. i'm not to be i'm not uh I, actually no sorry i am i am criticizing them that there's a way to make halal risk yeah there's a there's a way that Allah said this is how you do business this is what and the laws and if you want to find them out they're there to find out uh, and but they've chosen to it really is copying the non-muslim um way of doing business and marketing which is sad unfortunately and it's um yeah but that it is that is what it is um so you know if I'm just thinking of other role models that people have, but we, you know, we could go on for quite a long time. There is, you know, one thing that in modern times we do have the um, idea of the celebrity Muslim scholar. I don't need to name any names for you to know who I'm speaking about, but they're all, again, they, and Alhamdulillah, the work they do is good. So, and I've gained a lot of knowledge online. Um, but again, it's, I think we as individuals have to put them in perspective that how, what is it that we, uh, we can't, ex one, should we not question what they do? Yes, of course we should. Um, you know, so we need to look at what the information they're giving us critically. And maybe one of the, one of the reasons I know for sure that I started to do this Islamic studies course is because I realized I need to have enough knowledge of my own to be able to when I read something Islamic, when I hear something, I, I was in the zone where I would just accept everything. And then you find it's out something about one of the scholars or the, you know, and you think, hold on now, what is it that I can actually take from them? What should I reject? And the thing is that if you have knowledge, you can, you know, if you're on a journey of gaining knowledge, you can then, you become more discerning. You're not just blindly following. And that's true, we shouldn't, as Muslims, we shouldn't blindly follow anyone. Um, it's a matter of how much priority we give to gaining knowledge. And it is, and I, what I'm saying, it is a priority. Or you will just have these role models that you blindly obey, obey whatever they come, comes on onto your phone. You watch it, you listen to it, and you think, yeah, they know what they're talking about. I trust them. I'll, I'll let them do the thinking for me because I haven't got enough time. Um, I'm saying let's make time yeah i'd like to end on a hadith relating to again keeping good company it's amazing the more you um start researching and learning allah gives you answers through 
the Quran and the Sunnah. It's really is that amazing. So um, Abu Musa al-Ashri, may Allah be pleased with him, reported that the Prophet وسلم, said, the example of the righteous companion and the evil companion is like that of the musk seller, perfume seller, and the one who blows the bellows, you know, the um, as in the blacksmith who, you know, have a fire in the old times and there'd be, you know, heat and there'd be soot coming out. As far as the musk seller, he will either give you some, give you some as a present or you will buy some from him or you will just receive a good smell from him. Whereas the one blowing the bellows, the blacksmith, will either burn your clothes or you will receive a nasty smell from him. And an explanation of this hadith. In this hadith, our messenger, sallallahu urges the Muslims to necessarily choose good companionship, informing that the example of the righteous companion is like that of the perfume seller, who will either give you some of it free of charge, or you will buy some from him, or you will just get a good smell from him. Regarding the evil companion, he is as the one blowing the bellows, the heat, the you know, the sweat, the the um, soot, who will either burn your clothes by flying sparks of fire, or you will get a bad smell from him. Now that's quite a famous hadith that many of us have heard before. And we should really reflect on the meaning of that, reflect the application on our lives, that who are, have we got bad company that is, you know, um, having a bad effect on us, that we are taking on their bad qualities, whether it's the way they talk, the way they think, the things that they are telling, urging us to pursue in life. Um, you know, I th when I think, I'm thinking of these, um, female Muslim activists that are pushed onto us as Muslim women that you should be out there, you should be marching, you should be calling for equality as uh, based on what non-Muslims say. You know, they're not those type of women. They their slogans and the shouting and the um, you know they seem so confident. They're out there, you know, fighting for women's rights, but and it all sounds very good, but. In reality, they are not calling for um, what Allah says a Muslim woman, woman as far as the rights that Allah has given us. It's, it's like fighting for these rights, but you think, I've already, Allah's given me those rights, so why do I have to be an activist? Now, I'm not belittling the concerns that w women have. You know, um, Muslim women do face, there's a lot of injustice out there. There's, you know, no... Um, some women may feel marginalized, Muslim women are, may feel marginalized by their treatment that they receive from Muslims, Muslim men, whether it's in Muslim institutions. But the, to become a female kind of feminist activist, that isn't a solution to this problem. The solution comes from Islam. We have to go back to finding how do I solve this? And the Muslim community, I complete, uh, also needs to look at how they can give women, Muslim women the rights that Allah has given them. That's a separate discussion that I will be having in season three of a Muslim Mum podcast, which is focuses on the different aspects of feminism. But again, as far as the idea of role models, they are not our role models. We do not, they they have copied non-Muslims. And anytime Muslims copy, you know, if we copy them, it's like going down a lizard's hole, as the Prophet said, it will not get, it will, it will, we will not achieve success. 
Um, so inshallah, I, um, I'll end the podcast there. Alhamdulillah, I, as I said before, you can email me on info at farhatamin.com. You can listen to all previous episodes at uh, on my website, farhatamin.com. And um, inshallah, I look forward to hearing your feedback on this topic, inshallah. Um, I'll put all the links for the hadith that I mentioned in the description below. Inshallah, take care. Assalamu alaikum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.